Well, hello and welcome back. Happy New Year. Welcome to season two of Broadway Babies. I'm Stephanie Anderson. And I'm Noelle Hannibal. And we are just here to talk about, um, well, theater. (laughs) (laughs) A little um, bit of theater. A little bit of theater. (laughs) We wanted to talk a little bit today about the Ovation Awards that are um, the announcements for the nominees have just shown up. So we're going to talk a little about the Ovation Awards um, uh, and talk about uh, some of the shows and the performers that have been nominated. Um, And then whatever else pops into our heads, who knows? (laughs) Here in LA, uh, we have the LA Stage Alliance, which is a nonprofit organization. And um, they banded to, provide awareness and um, support and appreciation for theater and the arts here in the LA area. You know, LA is not just a film and television town. It is really just rampant with great theater. I mean, there's tons and tons of theater here. So anyway, so the uh, LA Stage Alliance um, holds um, the Ovation Awards every year. And um, it's a great way to find out you know, all the great productions and shows that are available or, or some of them that are still running. Well, at the time they would be running, but this year, COVID, thank you. Um, mm-hmm. That is not the case. <laughs> so um, we'll just talk a little bit about some of the shows that have been nominated and um, yeah. Well, let's dive right in. I I want to um I want to give a mention for MJ Rodriguez and George Salazar for Little Shop of Horrors. I didn't actually get to see the production, which I was super disappointed because I was actually in town when that show was running, but I couldn't get tickets. I did, however, see clips of them on they were on one of the late night talk shows and I saw some clips on YouTube and Oh man, I wish I had gotten the chance to see that production. I'm a really huge George Salazar fan from Be More Chill. And I'm also a huge MJ fan from Pose, for those of you who watch Pose. Um, yeah, I, I I was thrilled to see that on the nominees list. <laughs> now, the Pasadena Playhouse is, uh, I'm very fond of that place for a number of reasons. I love that. I, I love that the uh, location. I love that theater. Um, um, Also, the artistic director, uh, Danny Feldman, and I um, are friends, and we've been, we've known each other for quite some time, as a matter of fact. He, when he was, when he was, I think he was still, he was just out of college, or I don't know. I don't want to tell you your business, Danny. Anyway, um, I met Danny when he, he was working on there, the our original cast of there, he was part of the production crew. Um, so I've known Danny for a long time and it's wonderful to see um, all the great theater that he's putting in that house. Like it, it, it just makes me really happy because every time I see a, a, a new season pop up, it's like, yes, this is amazing stuff. So I'm very excited for him. So um, congrats, Danny, to you and your lovely house there in Pasadena. Um, uh, let's see who else, um, Ken Page, I don't know him personally, I did run into him, this was years ago, Ken Page, for those of you who don't know, um, he's nominated as well, I'm trying to think of what he's nominated for in a second here, um, Grumpy Old Man the Musical, over at La Mirada, did not see the show, but, um, I'm a huge Ken Page fan, I love him, um, Ken Page, uh, was in Ain't Misbehaving. Um, he was uh, one of the old Deuteronomies and Cats. Like oh, he, okay. he, yeah, he's been around for a, quite a long time, and I've always loved and admired his performances. I think he's just a fantastic performer. And I don't even remember where um, I had been auditioning for something here in LA, and I get into there, and I think it's the same maybe the same audition uh, or people were coming in and out but I sat and I talked with him for a moment the kindest sweetest man and then I ran literally ran into Obabamba Tunde and we ended up doing our our um 
audition together for some voiceover thing. Like, okay. Wow. Yeah. That was pretty wild. Anyway, Ken Page, wonderful guy. Congrats to him. I hope to work with him someday soon because he's one of my favorites. Love him. I'd like to give a little shout out to my old buddy, Ari Gross, who I worked with. uh, Yeah, I worked with on Ellen DeGeneres' sitcom Ellen way back in the 1990s. Ari uh, Ari was nominated for a featured actor in a play for eight nights, which is is really exciting. So congratulations, Ari. Wow. You do know a lot of people. I was looking through the list because it is kind of... quite an extensive list and every year is pretty extensive but it's nice to kind of look through and see people that you know or you know admire and go hey this is wonderful absolutely speaking of which yeah we're dropping names here today I don't care <laughs> um, don't care um and then uh, I have two shout outs and I'm gonna do the one of them I'll do the first one first I'll do I'll do Eric first so shout out to Eric B. Anthony Eric B. Anthony is, a, I keep saying wonderful performer, but I, you know, I, that man is one of the sweetest, brightest, loveliest, most talented beings on the planet. And it never fails that he somehow shows up as a nominee in a performance. Like he, he just, he, he's just amazing to me so he is nominated this year um an ovation nomination for uh for the love of a glove um um at well the production company is basalom beats productions and eric the anthony and i eric and i worked on a show um a few years back i'm not gonna say how many because now i think about it i'm like god that was a long time ago um called uh, Stay on the Line. And uh, another co, another person that we were in that show together with is also, her show is also nominated. So um, second shout out goes to Catherine Washington. Catherine is my girl. We've been, we've been buds ever since we, we met um, on Stay on the Line. And uh, she also was in the revival of Bear with me her uh, show that she's uh, a part of called Frankenstein is has 12 nominations. And I just saw a clip from it uh, last night. And I'm, I'm mad that we're in this COVID age right now because I would rush out to get a ticket to that. And I yeah. showed it to Noelle. I mean, it looks amazing. It looks so amazing. When, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when this craziness is over with, um, it looks like they're looking to um, tour this production. And if you ever see this production, I mean, if you ever get a chance to um, get an advertisement for an advertisement for it, and you see it, grab a ticket. It looks so good. It's Four Larks production of Frankenstein. The music um, is incredible. The music is just incredible. I mean, just in the little clip that if, if you just look online on, uh, you can you can find the little their little trailer clip and the music is just unbelievable they've got you know violin and cello and it just it's very moving and it looks like it's very innovative there's a lot of great lighting design in it and um the technical aspect uh it looks intense and awesome yeah i'm i definitely want to see this when it when we are safe enough to go back into movie, the, uh, movie theaters time go back into a theater to see this because yeah this is one of those I don't want to miss kind of things mm-hmm. that um that you don't every once in a blue moon you get a, a production like this so um what we can do is um I think we put a link um or you can go to yeah, we can we can link it in our social media. So if you go to right. our Facebook page or our Twitter, you'll be able to find the link for Four Larks Frankenstein, along with a link to all of the ovation nominees for this year. Right. So yeah. that's the ovation awards. That's the ovation um, awards. So you 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 sort of you said movie theater, which 
kind of is a great way to seg into segue into, into our discussion about some of the movie musicals that are coming out this year in 2021 first one just announced today we're friday today so this episode will be released on tuesday but uh today on friday they announced that the dear evan hansen film has a release date of september 24th 2021 with ben platt reprising his role as evan how do we feel awesome. about that um and colton ryan who actually understudied uh understudied for connor and i believe he also understudied for evan is playing connor in the film if uh for those of you who may have seen apple tv's little voice the sarah Barella series he was part of that of of that tv show um but how do we feel about ben playing a 17 year old high school student I'm okay with that because yeah. I totally bought Olivia Newton-John, who was 28, playing a high school student. This is true. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Stockard Channing was um, Stockard <laughs> Channing was like in her like early 30s. I, I'm okay with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally excited. okay. I'm excited. Yeah. I, the, the casting looks really, really interesting to me because you've got uh, Julianne Moore and Amy Adams who are in it. Uh, Caitlin Deaver is playing Zoe Murphy. I'm really excited about that. And I remember getting into a little bit of a Twitter feud with somebody when they announced her casting. People love to dump on film actors, as they call them, uh, playing roles in musicals but what they don't understand right. is that a lot of these people you know they grew up as theater kids it just so happens that they got their break in film or television it doesn't mean Correct. that they can't and Caitlin Deaver actually has a great voice and she has um she's a singer-songwriter as well and I'm really really excited to see her <clears throat> excuse me as Zoe because I think she's a phenomenal actress she was was part of the Netflix miniseries Unbelievable that was released in 2019 she was incredible in that the very first thing that I ever saw her in was one of my favorite tv shows Justified and um ah. I, she, she, she's just incredible I'm really excited to see her as Zoe Murphy yeah, I don't think a lot of people understand the whole uh, trained in theater, but you know me from film kind of <laughs> um, actor. Um, a lot of actors, granted, may not have started in theater, but never done theater. They pretty much were plucked out of wherever they're from to do, to just, uh, not just, and were, are involved in film and t TV, but um, it just kind of makes sense to, if you can find out what their background is before you say it, yeah. that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. I all mean, you know, I was, I was just talking with somebody last week about, uh, we were talking about Jennifer Lopez and I said, you know, Jennifer Lopez's first was it was her movie career first or was her music career career i feel like she it started with music it was movie first and technically it was technically it was music because she was a dancer yeah so that's what i was but, talking about with with my friend is i was saying you know jennifer lopez got her start as a fly girl on in living color she was a dancer correct and then she was also yeah she did dancing stuff though because she was also one of Janet Jackson's dancers. Mm -hmm. And it drives so, me crazy when somebody, you know, then somebody moves on, they get a break in into film and they're doing movies, but they get a record deal and they release <laughs> a single or an album. People are like, oh, these actors that think that they can sing. And there are a lot of triple threats. There are a lot of quadruple threats. Out right, there. right. And well, I mean, they're, they're they're out there doing their thing. I always liked um, Usher is, uh, I want to, because we're talking about the world of music and crossing over and Brandy is another one. Mm -hmm. um, excellent songstress. The girl can act. Yep. Um, you, you never know where, and I think Brandy's, her, her, her beginnings was music, yes, but she was also, 
as a kid, she was doing um, a lot of acting. I don't think people really know that mm-hmm. about her. I mean, they know her show, but even before right. that, she was doing acting and, and music. So, I mean, it does go hand in hand. Jennifer Lopez, um, we know her from Living Color. Um, and while she was doing that and she was gaining popularity and notoriety, she was doing all that other stuff. Like I said, she was doing back. Ground. She was doing dancing for Janet Jackson. She's in um, she's in a couple of Janet videos, specifically. Um, That's the way love goes. You can see her clearly. You're like, mm-hmm. who she is. Um, and her first big movie, well, actually, her first movie was Selena. So I mean, mm-hmm. she kind of hit it out of the park from the beginning. Yeah, she really. Um, yeah, she really lucked out. So and then from there, um, I guess you know the the time came for her to be like, well, I guess I could try this music thing. I mean, I'm doing Selena, you know, I'm, you, we don't know what what the behind the scenes were for her, but yeah, her back, her beginnings were performing on a stage somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of folks, you don't know what they've done before. Um, oh yeah. I was talking about Usher. Yeah. Good actor. I wish you'd do more. Yeah. I wish you would do more acting like him. You know who's really good? Okay. See, we're going to go on a tangent. Pardon us, but it's our show. So there you are. Um, <laughs> whatever. And we're talking about people who are, you know, who supposedly crossover, but whatever. Um, ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, law and order. Okay. If you, if you trace back, okay. Everybody knows Ludacris from rapping. Fabulous rapper. You can spit like anything. Just amazing. But his acting between him and Ice-T, I love Ice-T too. Is yeah. he like phenomenal, off the charts. But when Ludacris, when he first made an appearance on that show on law and order i thought what is going on here because you don't know like you don't it's not you don't know it's like you i I was like okay let's let's see what's gonna happen listen ludicrous uh, he needs to be in all the drama all all the acting that man (laughs) all the acting acting. (laughs) he is so good in his role on that show um, it's re- it was a recurring role. I haven't seen it on there in a minute, but if you guys get a chance, whoever's listening to this, go watch him in um, his episodes that he was on Law & Order. And of course, Ice-T's on there too, so I love mm-hmm. him. There's another mm-hmm. one. You, you don't know. Nobody nobody knows until you know they're, uh, they're out and about and they have a little bit of notoriety. People are like, oh, he's an actor. Or, oh, he's a He's just a, just a, yeah, that's it. There is no just a. (laughs) There was an article that came out a week or two ago. um, I think it was about two weeks ago saying something along the lines of law and order is, you know, hiring all these theater actors or Broadway actors. And, you know, my initial thought when I saw the headline of that article, along with then my entire Twitter feed as it blew up, was Jerry hiring, What are you talking about? But they're just hiring actors. Actor. Just because somebody is acting on Broadway, for some reason, people have it in their mind that if people are acting on Broadway, that they're somehow less than. They're not a movie star or a TV That's star. weird. And so to to have an article with the headline, and it was because in particular, Alex Brightman from School of Rock and Beetlejuice and even Noblezada from Hadestown and Miss Saigon were in last week's episode. And which was excellent, by the way. Which was so God. I mean, she's she's (laughs) don't even get me started on her, but she did did a film called she did a musical, well, a film called Yellow Rose, where she was a, a a country singer-songwriter, um, oh. an independent film that was just released, uh, I think, the end of December-ish on demand. Fantastic. But yeah, the the article, you know, it really irked me with, with Broadway or theater actors. Like, 
actors are actors, period. I don't see why there has to be this, oh, she's crossing over into TV and film or, oh, this person's crossing over into Broadway. You know, I mean, yeah, there's stunt casting, but that's another, like we could do a whole episode on stunt casting. Well, stunt casting, but I'm, right? talk, I'm talking about people who are like at the top you of their game and, and in, right, right. in either theater or their or their first you know their they got their break in film and television and then they do a play um like somebody like michelle williams for example or somebody right. who got their break on broadway uh for example even no blazada who has now gone on to do movies and film they're actors period period <laughs> but, i mean why are they balking about that now seeing as jerry orbach was from the start yeah, he was he was on the show in the beginning. Well, and one the of the not SVU, not SVU, yeah, the original. But Law yeah. and Order. I don't think that um, they, I don't think that they were. The article wasn't trying to make it seem like there was something bad. It was just how it was worded and how it was written. They were they weren't trying to say that you know these people are are bad actors or anything like that. It was just how it was written and how that is perceived. That that was just, it written like um, so it just. I just feel that there's that, that you know, stage performers are going to be on Law and Order, and I just, it just, it irks me that that there's this, you know, that they 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 put a divide between people who are currently working on stage versus people who are currently working in film and television, and it just, it's, well, you know, yeah. eh, order. I think a lot of the the balking about it too was. Oh, they're just trying to get name, name, well, I'm putting that in air quotes too, name Broadway actors rather than people who not necessarily are uh, well known. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is I that think that was the gripe too, but I'm like, well, I mean, I think law, law and order has always, I mean, like you said, Jerry Orbach, I mean, going back years and years and years ago, like Aaron Tveit was in two separate episodes of SVU as two separate characters. I think, you know, it, Leslie Odom Jr. Had a, had a recurring, had a recurring role on SVU. It's, it's, right. you know, well, it's the a, running it's joke is, York, mm hmm the running joke in New York is who hasn't been on that yeah. series at one time or another. Like yeah. who hasn't? Exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a New York based New York filmed television show. So why not? You're going to have actors on it. That, that's mm -hmm. it. That's it. So um, yeah. So that, that was just something that, you know, kind of came up a couple weeks ago that a lot of people were talking about that just putting that divide between stage actors and film and tell you can't see my air quotes and film and television actors <laughs> and, and you know making it like there's this this huge divide between them because there isn't they're just actors that's it right, that's right. my rant back to movies <laughs> back to movies i'm okay. so excited i like so i was supposed to be in la last june and while I was in LA, I was planning to go to opening night of In the Heights with my cousin Ashley, who is a huge Broadway musical fan as well. And so we had this date set that we were going to go see In the Heights in the movie theater. And then, of, co of course, Miss Rona hit and um, In the Heights was not released and it was pushed for an entire year. So the release date is June 18th. It's going to be released in the theaters as well as on demand the same day. So people like me who live in Canada land who won't necessarily get it in a movie theater because we don't get everything that you all get um i'll be able to yeah. see it. i'll be able to see it and um you know if i watch it on demand i'll be able to sing along loudly in my living room which i would not do in the movie theater unless it was a sing-along edition of of course i would be like it won't be long now <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I'm excited well, about, I'm really excited about that. Um, Anthony Ramos playing Usnavi is, I, I just think it's going to be really great. Ariana DeBose is in that as well, who of course we saw in The Prom and in the Hamilton filmed Disney Plus version. Uh -huh. And then we've got Tick, Tick, Boom, which is coming out, which is directed by Mr. Lin-Manuel Miranda and is starring, and yeah, starring Andrew Garfield, Robin DeJesus, and Josh Henry. Josh Henry, who I absolutely love. Um, there's no release date yet for that that I could find, but there are a ton of movie musicals coming out. We've also got West Side Story coming out in December, which was pushed a year. And there are what were there something like 30 shows we saw on that list of movie musicals that are in development everything from a new version of gypsy to a miss saigon film to little shop little shop a new little shop film so there's going to be a lot of great movie musical stuff happening for us in the movie theaters as well as on Netflix and other streaming services. So it's what a time to be alive. How lucky we are to be alive right now. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a singing mood. I'm in a singing mood. <laughs> mood. Yes, what a time to be alive right now. It doesn't feel like, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Um, I we're in the middle of this crazy ass pandemic. Just survived a botched up coup. <laughs> oh my god! And I even and I'm even despite all that, I still have faith in what we can accomplish. Like it, it, it's one of those things that will not go away, you know, kind of things. Like mm -hmm. I'm trying, I'm trying to keep it as possible. But I'm, and I think music and musicals is a way to help raise your hopes. Unless, of course, you're watching something that is really super depressing. But even in that, <laughs> even if even if even in shows that are really kind of depressing, like Les Mis or something like that, there's there's that joy though because you're like, look, oh, here comes my favorite song. You know that it's you right. get that that joy even though it's the subject matter may not be uplifting, but at least the music will lift you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. All I'm saying is listen to as much music as you possibly can. Yeah. And, you know, there's, while we're waiting for these movie musicals to come out, there's so much stuff that's, that's streaming, like we talked about in our holiday episode. Uh, there's, right. stuff that, there's stuff that's been released more recently, like the Lazarus uh, live stream, which yes. was, uh, came out in, uh, on David Bowie's birthday and ended on the anniversary of his death. And Lazarus starred Michael C. Hall and Sophia Ann Caruso. And, I I saw bits of that. That was what yeah, I saw was I, amazing. I watched it and for the last I'm a really, really, really big David Bowie fan. I have a cat named Bowie. Bowie Sutton Pawsper is his name. Um but I <laughs> sat staring at the screen for the last 30 minutes of that musical and I don't think I blinked. I mean I was I was crying. I was not singing out loud, but it was just absolutely beautiful, stunning, stunning piece of art. And I'm so thankful that they released this pro shot that we were able to see. So um, there's a ton of right. stuff out there like that, that uh, Broadway HD has a lot of great content. Disney Plus, has, Netflix has some content. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's stuff to see, even if we can't get into an actual theater at least we can watch some of these shows some more than once <laughs> right i i i did recommend a show what was that heady heady feather mm -hmm. yes so broadway hd has a production a pro shop production of heady feather if you've not um if you're looking for something new to watch um it's 
I really wish I could describe it, but um, it's based on a book. It's a British production um, based on a popular book um, there called Heavy Feather. And it's just wonderful. Like the performances are sensational and it's got this kind of circ um, feel to it when you watch it because there's some aerial um, performances that they do some of them do while they're singing. Like, I, I always, when I watch shows that have like a lot of heavy performing, um, like heavy um, choreography or pacing to it, I'm, my head always goes to, I wonder what the rehearsals were like. It never fails. <laughs> I wonder how that worked in rehearsals. Like, I wonder how long it took them to do that. I always do that. And I'm like, just come on back and enjoy the show. But my head always goes there. Um, and this is one of those because it has so much aerial work in it. And it, the, everyone is wonderful in it. It's a it's very small ensemble um, uh, cast, but it's so good. So if you have a chance, I think it's still on Broadway HD. It's called Heady Feather. Um, that was good. And then Broadway HD also has uh, the um, London revival of 42nd Street. And Good Lord, it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. So good. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, the woman who played Peggy Sawyer, that chick can tap. I mean, this she's like, to me, she's like old school tap. Not like, you know, like old school tapper. Mm -hmm. Like uh -huh. Vera Ellen. Yeah, like she's Vera Ellen-esque. Nice. Tapper. Yeah, yeah. So if you get a chance to watch that, oh, so good. She's a triple threat. She was really good at it. So that one was good too. And there's a, definitely a few more Pippins on there. The original um, with um, William Cat is on there. Yeah. Always nice to see William Cat. Oh, that's another, that, that, and that was filmed in Toronto, but that's another, that's another thing that was on the list of in development was a film, oh, version, wow. film version of Pippin, which I remember going to see the revival of Pippin and I think we talked about it when when we had Lance on the show um I remember I was in New York City and I had a free night and I thought well what can I get oh Pippin's in previews and I bought a ticket I had no idea who was in the cast at all and I sat down I had a front row uh, mezzanine seat and I sat down in my seat and I opened up my playbill and I saw that Terrence Mann was playing Charlemagne and I flipped out because Charles Mann because uh, Terrence Mann is the rum tum tugger is the sexiest cat you'll ever see and his <laughs> his lovely wife Charlotte D'Amboise was playing Fistrata and Andrea Martin was playing uh was playing Bertha and yeah. it was just an incredible production the circus element was amazing and so I hope that they incorporate the Julie Taymor vision of the show a little bit into the film version uh, just because I, I, I love the idea of it not being a theater troupe of it being a circus troupe um, it, it just yeah. it made yeah. the spe spectacle that much more so I'm excited to see what they're going to do with that yeah oh I love that yeah yeah that's like whew, I think that was probably one of my first shows I'd ever seen Pippin I think Pippins. One of it was a Bob Fosse show, so yeah, I know it wasn't Chicago. <laughs> it wasn't Chicago. I met um, um, I met I met William Cat at uh, Comic Con one year. I was doing the Montreal Comic Con, and Bill was also a guest. And um, you know, I, it was the very it was the first time that I did this. It's not it wasn't the last time that I did this with an actor that was also a guest at a con to ask them to sing something from me with me from the musical that they had done that I loved or to just sing because I I loved him in in a musical not just the greatest American hero or Carrie or whatever but I loved <laughs> Pippin and so you know I think I was probably the only person at the con that brought I brought my Pippin DVD for him to sign he's like he brought the Pippin DVD for me to sign like 
people brought greatest american hero they were you know all of his other stuff and i'm like no no pippin oh come on bill will you sing with me will you sing right. a little something with me no, and he's like one. i'm not gonna remember any of the words and i said oh bill come on of course you'll remember the words and so we start off singing how many times did you do the show? Oh, come on <laughs> we start off singing corner of the sky and if you if you if you google this video you you'll find it it's floating around online but uh what I love about it is that he starts off singing the song and then you just see him change and he goes into this like intense thing and of course he remembers the words and it was just like such a magical moment because oh, yeah. here we are in the midst of like you know 50,000 people at comic-con singing corner of the sky <laughs> nice yeah I loved it nice yeah so Good times. So yes, Broadway HD, they've got a ton of stuff. A ton. Good times. Good time. Um, actually, I'm probably gonna go see this version of Porgy and Bess they have on here. That looks good. Mm. I watched um, yeah, I watched uh Funny Girl. Uh, they have I, a Oh sorry, sorry, yeah. Yeah, Funny Girl. Um again, this is a uh London production and mm -hmm. it was fantastic. And yeah. I know you had mentioned uh, the Godspell concert that you watched that you had you had told oh, me about. Oh yes, yeah. maybe that's what I was talking about. But yes, yeah, funny girl. But yes, it's Godspell. I think it's still on here. I think so. Yes, it is. It's still there. Okay. So it's the fiftieth anniversary. What? <laughs> no. Nope. What? Nope. Nope. Denial. Denial. Nope. No. Yeah, that's it's the uh, 50th anniversary concert, and it opens with with Stephen Schwartz playing a little bit of the opening music. Oh gosh! Okay, I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch that yeah. this weekend. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I was really enjoying. And then, of course, you know, all the songs were like, "I know this one. I can mm -hmm. sing along with this one." I just, <laughs> I just know so many people I know talk about having been in godspell at some point in their like schooling and you know either hair or elementary school or high school or college and i have not been lucky enough to be part of a production Same. of godspell and it's it's crazy it's crazy it's that either I, hair yeah it's either hair or which godspell I've, which i've done three We've times done that now. before right I've done hair three times now but i have not done I would Godspell. like to do Godspell. That would be the next one. Yeah, yeah. I really wanted to do Pippin as part, and my my high school drama teacher is still like I'm still in touch with her, and she tells me that I need to move on from this, but I don't think I'll ever move on from it. I begged her to do Pippin. I wanted to do Pippin so badly. I wanted to be the first female leading player. Like this is 1980 something, right? Way back right. when. And I begged her and begged her and begged her, and nope, we did bye bye birdie in 11th grade and we did working in 12th grade and then i graduated from high school and she did pippin <laughs> and my best friend's baby brother mario burrell who um is also a very dear friend of mine who um made his broadway debut in the replacement cast of rent on broadway mario was the leading player and my dear friend andrew rothenberg from the walking dead and true blood and all these amazing tv shows was pippin and it was a fantastic production and i i can't be too mad about it but I, there's still a part of me that's like come on i asked for this show <laughs> yeah i'm right here <laughs> one year after put it right here how rude <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Stephanie Tanner. <laughs> Thank you. You caught it. <laughs> Thank you, Stephanie Tanner. My favorite Tanner. And then uh, one more bit. A Christmas Carol goes wrong. If you get a chance to go on Broadway HD and watch this, A Christmas Carol goes wrong. Okay. You want to laugh? You want a good laugh? That'll do it for you. All right. I mean, and they've got some heavy hitters in there. The late, great Diana Rigg is in it. She has a cameo in it. Mm. Um, and Derek Jacoby. Oh, Derek Jacoby. Yeah. He. 
<laughs> when you see this, you you when I mention his name, you will laugh too. I I love it because you know he's like to me he's like he is like the premier Shakespearean actor. Like he is what most people ascribe a a top of the line Shakespearean actor with his Derek Jacoby. In this, he's playing Scrooge, but <laughs> he's playing Scrooge in the beginning, but yeah, it all, that whole, this whole production just goes off the rails and it is fantastic. It is fantastic. It's one of those shows where you're like, I want to do this so bad. Can we do something like this? It's like um, Noises Off. Mm-hmm. It's got that vein to it. Okay. So you I, you will enjoy it so will you everybody else out there <laughs> not just me <laughs> not just not just noel um but yes um a christmas carol goes wrong and yes it is january but you know what i'm keeping my christmas spirit all through january christmas is so. all around i have my winter tree up my winter tree will stay up until daylight saving time begins oh far out it is my you know, winter I- tree and I keep saying I want to take my tree down, but I really don't want to. Yeah, you don't have to. There's no rule that says you do. So, yeah. Yeah. So, thank you. The Christmas Carol Goes Wrong. Okay. That's a good one. Cool. And Hetty Thunder, but I think she might be, I don't think it's still on here anymore. That was, those were the two. Okay. But yeah, Broadway HD. And then, of course, there's always great clips on YouTube. I'm not trying to say. Y'all need to be looking at bootlegs, but there are clips mm-hmm. of pro shots of certain shows. Like, unfortunately, um, we will not be getting um, Mean Girls back once this is over. Right. There right. are um, there are a few pro shots of different musical numbers that you can look at on mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. My favorite is sexy i love that song i love the performer i just i love that role i just she she knocks it out of the park every time i mean yes the young ladies that play regina george are fantastic but karen honey (laughs) i love her she just uh fantastic I love that show. I mean, there are so many great songs in that show. That is another show yes. that was on the list of their doing oh, a, right. a film adaptation of the musical. So we have the Mean Girls, the movie with Lindsay Lohan and Rachel McAdams. Um, and now we're, and right. then we have the musical and now we're going to get the musical becoming a movie. So <laughs> kind of like hairspray. It's just yeah. like hairspray. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that'll be fun. I mean, I'm glad that we're going to get, uh, get a filmed version of that. There's some great yeah, music in it. that show. Yeah, me too. I love how Tina Fey was talking with Mariah Carey, and Mariah Carey is like a huge Mean Girls fan. Like that, yeah. that's one of her favorite favorite movies. And um, I think Tina had alluded to the fact that she was going to have the girls sing "All I Want for Christmas Is You," and Mariah's like, "Well, why didn't you do it?" <laughs> she's like, "Why didn't you?" Uh, and then they talked a little bit more and uh, Mariah was like if you let me be in this movie I could probably write you a Christmas song for that scene I'm like do it do it be one of the mean girls moms do it so we'll see because the song they did in the musical rocking around the pole was hilarious yeah yeah. I was like, rock around the pole. What is, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we also wanted to pay tribute to some amazing artists that we lost this week. We lost Bob Avian, the Tony nominee, winner, uh, choreographed Dreamgirls, Miss Saigon, Sunset Boulevard, a chorus line. We lost him just a couple of days ago. We lost Cloris Leachman just a couple of days ago. And just yesterday, we lost the amazing, inspirational Cecily Tyson. Talk about a wonder. Well, all three of them are amazing, but Cecily Tyson really kind of um, was a benchmark for me um, as far as, you know, what acting 
what I used to think as a kid, what acting really was, you know, she, you know, be, part of that was because she looked like me. So it was something that I can identify with, but I mean, her voice and her grace and just, you know, Viola Davis said it, just performing with her, Viola was saying, performing with Cecily Tyson was like a, a masterclass. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that's how I feel about Viola Davis, just watching her do her thing. Yeah. So it's, um, it's amazing what the, the impact that Cecily Tyson has had on many a folk mm-hmm. in the business. Mm-hmm. Just wonderful stuff. I, I, the first, I think the first show I remember, the first thing I remember seeing her in was the autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman mm-hmm. when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you have not had the opportunity to see that movie, I think it's streaming because my mom just watched it not too long ago. So I think it's streaming somewhere. I'm not sure where, but that's one. And she was also in Roots. Um, Sounder. Sounder. Oh, Sounder. That's yeah. another one with, with the late, great Paul Winfield. Like, I mean, these were some serious heavy hitters back in the day when I was a kid. Um, so, yeah. And then Cloris Leachman. Oh. I mean, the versatility on that woman. I phenomenal pianist funny woman could do funny could do serious could do it all and mm. do you remember I, as a kid watching this movie called a girl named sooner oh yeah yeah where she played i think she was sooner's grandmother that that whole arc threw me for a loop because before i saw her in that it was a television movie called a girl named sooner it was lee Remick was in it i can't remember the the guys, her, the leading man in it, but Lee Remick was in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is probably the first serious role that I saw her because before that, I remember her as Phyllis. She mm-hmm. had her own, you know, she was, she was on Mary Tyler Moore's show. She spun off, got her own show. I've been watching, I've been watching, um, I've been streaming Phyllis nonstop because it's on YouTube. Somebody was smart enough to do that. You didn't hear me say that? Anyway, um, and I mean, if you, and then she was in, of course, Young Frankenstein mm-hmm. and my personal favorite, um, High Anxiety. So, I mean, I knew her as funny lady, mm-hmm. but then to see her as that, I was like, that's Cloris Leachman. Like you can do that. Like there's, when you're a kid, you don't think of range in that way you mean you you kind of put people in a box you know like they're funny but you don't see them anything else and that's it it's like mary tyler moore yeah she did a lot of funny stuff and then she did ordinary people and i was like wait what yeah 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 ordinary or or, right or carol burnett and friendly fire yeah 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 i mean these are things where it's like yeah as a kid um the something that that couple things so couple things that stick out with me a thing that sticks out in my mind about Cloris Leachman is the Twilight Zone that she did yes. you know yes, because yes, that, yes, yes. because that, I think that might have been my first introduction to her because we watched when I was very young we we religiously watched the Twilight Zone in my house so that was kind of the first uh the first sort of thing that stuck out and I, and then something that always sticks with me about Cicely Tyson and I mean I obviously I saw all of these these wonderful films that she did when I was young when I was growing up I've been such a huge fan but one of my very very favorite things that I Are you going to say the bluebird? No. I'm going to say fried green tomatoes. <gasps> oh. When yeah. she serves the barbecue to the police officer or the detective or whatever and they have just um Ruth she's hit Ruth's Ruth's husband is 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 hitting her and trying to take the kid away and Cicely Tyson's character hits him over the head with the shovel and they kill him and then the the next shot is Big George uh stirring the barbecue and the barbecue sauce and they serve they serve the barbecue to the detective and he says oh these this is so amazing this barbecue and she says secrets in the sauce and that is like that when 
when right when I heard that she passed away yesterday of all these wonderful things that she's been in, <laughs> I smiled because the first thing that I thought of was her saying secrets in the sauce. And I tried to find a clip of just that, that I could share. And I couldn't find that clip. Um, I just loved, she was so feisty in that. I just loved her so much. I love that film anyway. I love everybody in that film, but um, secrets, in the, secrets in the sauce. <laughs> Um, I forgot she was in that. She, I mean, she said so. I mean, she did so much work. And then um, on stage, she was in the Gin Game with um, James Earl Jones. And mm -hmm. I think she was. She has a Tony. Um, mm -hmm. She won a Tony just a couple of years ago. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. What was it Trip to the Bountiful? What was it that she just won? Okay, I'm gonna have to edit again. I want to say it is a Trip to Bountiful, right? Because think, they did a remake of that. I think it is Tony Awards. Okay, so was it 2013? Was it that long ago? Really? It was a little while ago. Yeah, so so she won the Tony for Trip to the Bountiful in 2013. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... Um, Wow, I can't believe it was that long ago. It really doesn't feel like it was. Doesn't feel like it, does it? Eight years ago. That's so strange. What an amazing legacy. But also, got. how to get away with murder? You know, obviously, oh, like you mentioned, you mentioned that Viola. Scene. Oh my gosh, that scene! Um, and the first season that she appears in that—that that scene where she and Viola, um, she's doing her mother's hair. Mm -hmm. I. Man, I mean, that's what I, that's what I'm talking about. That is masterclass right there. Mm -hmm. Those two women. Like I yeah. could just sit and watch them all, all day, all ringity ding dong day. Yeah. Cicely Tyson also released a memoir two days, three days ago now. So two days before yes. her, her death released a memoir. So that's something that I'm going to pick up as well to read. And it's number one on the bestsellers list now. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think she was getting ready to do not a tour but I mean was getting ready to plug it and um prior you know prior to her passing that's what she was gearing up to do yeah but it's wonderful that it's it's a bestseller now that just uh, we're just losing all the goodies we're losing the good ones dang gummit I know I know thank you so much for spending your time with us today we have so much fun obviously talking about theater <laughs> and we hope you have as much fun listening as we do Gavin about it it is goodbye but not for long <laughs> so I'm long. Stephanie Anderson so and long for well <laughs> and I'm Noelle Hannibal <laughs> we will see you again real soon bye bye <laughs>